in a world full of straight people. Aren't you glad there's WOW Presents Plus, the number one place in the world to see Drag Race? And so much more. Subscribe to WOW Presents Plus. Still only $4.99. Subscribe today as streamed on TV. Hello, kings and queens and in-between sinners, saints, I don't know if I is or I ain't. Welcome to another biblically supported episode of Yash Jesus. I'm Daniel Franzese. As always, I'm here with my bestie. Azariah Southward. And sit down on your pew pew pews because here at Yash Jesus, we believe... When you are doing justice and advocating for others, God is always going to be on your side, darling. So is the Bible. <laughs> and so are we. <laughs> Azzy and I just had a great day. We went thrifting for uh, costumes and stuff. And honestly, we bought a jar of jewels. <laughs> a whole jar of jewels. I bought the jar of jewels. I'll have you know it. But no. <laughs> we did. And then we went to the restaurant. And I don't know if you've seen this. I don't know if you've seen this, but at thrift stores, sometimes they'll have like a jar or a vase or whatever filled with all different kinds of costume jewelry. And then they saran wrap it up and they put a price on it. And you get like the whole grab bag. Yeah. And so as and I like broke it open at the restaurant. And, Was my um, first time buying something like was, that from the thrift Your store. first time having a jar of jewels. <laughs> jar Me of and jewels, David yeah. the Gay got a jar of clip-on earrings once and did it at a <laughs> coffee that. shop. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> I suggest you get with your bestie on a Sunday and open up a jar of jewels. Yeah, I gave um, it to my boyfriend's nieces and nephew, and they've been going in there while while we're recording right now. They're going through the jewelry and picking out what they want. <laughs> so I took what I wanted. The that I'm wearing right now, the oh, necklace yeah. I'm wearing yeah. right now, came from the jar of jewels. <laughs> That's true. Um, jar of jewels, darling. <laughs> It's a good Sunday ritual to go thrifting. It's a good day to go. We went to the Jet Rag $1 sale. So Azzy can put together a Tammy Faye Baker look. <laughs> just always. Oh, gosh. I think that's just one of your style icons. You're it, just I always mean, like, yes. with yes. a splash of I, Tammy just, Faye or just... full Tammy Faye. Or, I, but it's just like, it's just always some sort of piece of Tammy Faye. There she goes again, Azariah, with her Tammy Faye-ness. <laughs> well, Azariah loving Tammy Faye is not news, but you know it is. There is a major Catholic conference going on, and it's called a synod. So a synod is basically the church has been listening to everyone, Catholic or not, with a special emphasis on those who are marginalized by the church, specifically, guess who? Women and LGBTQ people. <laughs> The synod is happening um, right now, I believe, at, yeah, and through most of the month of October. So hundreds of people, including some LGBTQ allies and women, are compiling and synthesizing all the comments they got from all over the world. The Catholic LGBTQ site Outreach has five takeaways from the synod. Basically, what we should expect. Number one, LGBTQ voices are part of the final working document. LGBTQ people share their stories locally, and those stories are going into the synod. Uh, number two, some members come with an experience ministering to the LGBTQ community. There are some allies and probably even some more LGBTQ people participating, even if not everyone could be out. Number three, participants may be less open to LGBTQ people. Number four, the synod meeting is not the place for church teaching to change, but that may happen later as a result of what is found. Better. <laughs> and number five, you can still participate. You can still reach out to your local priest or your local bishop and tell them about your experiences with the Roman Catholic Church, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm adding the Pope on everything right now. <laughs> yeah, CC Pope. <laughs> Well, also, this comes after Pope Francis has been very vocal about LGBTQ people in the church. You heard about what the Pope did at your World Youth Day? 
How wild. Well, this year, Pope Francis went a little off script. He said that the church is supposed to be open to everyone. He even led the youth in a chant of Todos, Todos, Todos. And recently, he said that the church should even bless same sex unions. Well, Pope Francis is speaking out. <laughs> well, now let's let's follow that up with some action, girl. Let's do this damn thing. Let's do the liberation work. Yes, yes. That would absolutely be something to praise God for. And that brings us to our praise report and our prayer request section of the show. Now, this is where if you have a little something that's a little heavy on your heart, you can ask for a prayer request. And Azzy and I will add you to our prayer list, and so will our Yash Jesuit listeners. And if you have a little something that you want to hallelujah about, if you're excited, if you're like, God is so good, I need to share it, (laughs) then let us know and we'll help you amplify your praise. Uh, So this is a prayer request, Azzy. We're going to start with a prayer request. This comes from Greg. Greg asks for prayers for the best gay softball World Series ever, and it shall be because you brought it here. Well, it shall be. We're naming and claiming it. <laughs> well, it ha- and if you got the faith the size of the, mustard uh, seed, honey, it's yours. So go get it, Greg. Ozzy, I know neither of us know much about sports, but this already <laughs> happened, and it was what? For see, I told you. So that's a, I told you. So that see, you made it. So that was a prayer request that actually became a praise report. So good on you, Greg. Greg. Let the let good God get you, Greg. Amen. <laughs> so the amen. Okay, another praise report we have is from Robin. Robin's got some hallelujah to do, and she says, "Praise that the Christian Church disciples of Christ are officially asking all of their congregations to oppose anti-transgender legislation." Yeah. Well, yes. that's a hallelujah for sure. Absolutely. Praise to the Christian Church Disciples snap, of Christ snap, who are snap, saying, snap, 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 we snap, oppose snap. anti-transgender yes. legislation. So that's See, good. Mr. Pope. Everyone, totos. Yes, totos, totos. Yes. <laughs> and that yes. brings us to the scripture of the day right after this. Let's be honest. The news about the world around us right now can be pretty overwhelming. It's easy as an affirming Christian to feel overwhelmed and just want to check out of all of it. But here's the good news. We were called for such a time as this to raise our voices and do something every day that shows our Christian values of love and justice. Our producer, the freaking deacon, Ross Murray's newest book, The Everyday Advocate, Living Out Your Calling to Social Justice, helps you figure out what you can do to advocate for the issues that are important to you. Now, you know Ross from his work on this podcast, so you know he'll tell you stories, stories about strategies that worked and times when things went all wrong. The Everyday Advocate keeps things practical. It's all about figuring out what you can do to make the world a better place and then doing it right now. Check out The Everyday Advocate from the Fortress Press or at rossmurray.org. R-O-S-S-M-U-R-R-A-Y.org. You won't regret it. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Juicy Couture from Drag Race Holland Season 2. I'm chewing my gum right now. I just realized that. And you have to listen to this podcast. Yes, Jesus. Azzy, I'm going to spare everyone because they don't like the song. Honestly, no one voted for it. Listen, if you're not part of our... No one voted for the song. Listen, Linda, if you're not part of our Patreon right now, people had the opportunity to vote on what they wanted us to continue to do. (laughs) The song was not it. So I'm just going to (laughs) go, Scripture of the Day. Oh, okay. It's like something. I have to sing something. Scripture of the Day. We're going to have a lot of scripture today, all right? So buckle your scripture belts. But let's start uh, with this one, Azzy. Let's start All with right, this All right, from Micah 6, 8. He has told you 
Oh man, what is good? And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? Unless you're wearing sequins. <laughs> sequins change everything. No. Listen, okay, yes, Jess, we've talked about this before. We need you to speak up and to step up. It's, if you haven't noticed, it's pretty bad out there. Okay, so we need a faithful and welcoming yes, presence. Yes, we need you to be advocates in big and small ways. Even more than we needing you, God's world needs you. Amen to that. You've probably heard us running ads for the freaking Deacon Ross Murray's book. So let's be clear that this is not an advertisement for Ross's book. <laughs> Even though Ross also wrote that line. You mean, no, but we're, but we're talking about Ross's book. I love Ross's book, The Everyday Advocate, yes. Living Out Your Calling to Social Justice, published by Fortress Press, available yes, wherever you find but books. but this is not that advertisement. No, 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 no. Ross talks about scripture. We don't advocate for LGBTQ people despite the Bible. We do it because scripture calls us to care for those who are marginalized. And duh, the marginalized includes us LGBTQ people. Mm, say it, girl. So today we are going to talk about scripture for advocacy. Yes, the fact that scripture is on your side when you are speaking up for LGBTQ people, people of color, the earth, the poor, women, and so on. And yes, and amen to that. So keep some of those passages in your back peach mm -hmm. pocket. Well, we have a lot that comes from Proverbs. Proverbs is a good book for short, pithy pieces of advice. If you want something quick and direct, then Proverbs is the place to go. Let's start with Proverbs 29.7. The righteous care about justice for the poor, but the wicked have no such concern. It's funny to hear people talk about wicked and righteous like it's Alphaba and Glinda. It's, you hear it so often that it's LGBTQ people that get called wicked, but who does the Proverbs call wicked? Those who don't care about the poor. Mm, yes. Uh, I hope we're not skipping ahead at all, but I read something recently about the story of Sodom and Gomorrah and how it, that story, the narrative about it is really class warfare uh, because it distracts the lack of attention to the poor and helping the needy. Uh, the the fat and the gaslighting us. Yeah, it's gaslighting us. The gaslighting us to think it's Sodom about the gays while they don't they make the poor people starve. This is what it says, and I found this to be really good. The misinterpretation of Sodom and Gomorrah as a prohibition on homosexuality is class warfare, as it intentionally obscures the constant rebuke of the rich and oppression of the poor. So I just wanted to add that in because I thought it goes really well with along with what we're What's talking about. What's the source about. of that? Um, it's just a meme. <laughs> Meme. And it has like it has like uh, from the Thank Simpsons, you the bus driver, it, with the <laughs> meme that says "Don't make me tap the sign," it's and from, then it says from, the thing. <laughs> it's from Anonymous, our favorite right. person. Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> Anime Anonymous. Okay, so let's get back on track. Let's get back on track. The the real people who proverbs are calling wicked are those who don't care about the poor. Yes. So I've certainly met more than one selfish queer person who doesn't care about the poor. I don't know if you have, but I have. Oh, Sometimes sure. I'm looking at her in the mirror. Well, it's kind of, I, I understand that being desensitized to houselessness and stuff like that, living in a big city sometimes for your own sake of survival, safety, and um, even just mental health, you have to kind of keep a certain numbness to a certain amount of things. But this you is can't, you this can't is, save you everyone. Can't be, you, yeah. you can't have a total disregard, though, for all humanity and the problem at large right. and you know, doing things that accelerate the issue. Do what you can with it, what you have where you are. But that doesn't mean that queer people are categorically wicked. Rather, it's about how we care and treat about others 
who don't have resources to survive. Another one from Proverbs, Proverbs 21, 15. When justice is done, it brings joy to the righteous, but terror to the evildoers. Can you imagine bringing terror to the likes of Franklin Graham or Ron DeSantis or Marjorie Taylor Greene? Huh? <laughs> Can we see it today, please? <laughs> I want to I see righteousness done and justice done and then watch those who work against it just cry their little eyes out. But we can see mm. it today. You know, when we fight for justice, they complain. They turned woke into a slur. Can you? Yeah, they really managed so, to do that in such a weird way. Yeah, and they're waging war on justice. So we continue to do it regardless. Proverbs 31, 8 to 9. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and needy. You hear that? Do you hear that? We are told by the divine power that created us all, God in the Bible, to speak up for those who cannot speak up. That includes those who are denied a right to vote. It's those who are left out of our churches and communities. Okay, that might be enough Proverbs. There are other verses in the Bible that we could draw from. <laughs> yes, here's a good one. Jeremiah 22, 3. This is what the Lord says. Do what is just and right. Rescue from the hand of the oppressor, the one who has been robbed. Do no wrong or violence to the foreigner, the fatherless or the widow, and do not shed innocent blood in this place. Again, a command from God to protect those who are being oppressed. Do no wrong or violence to the foreigner, the violence or the widow. And we do a lot of those things today, don't we? We sure do. Isaiah 58, 6. Is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen to lose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke and to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Yes, yes. Isaiah has some great passages about breaking oppression. They use the image of a yoke, which ha was the thing that went over the cattle's shoulders so they could pull a plow oh. or a wagon, you know? You, oh, right, I, like the leash. That's, I was wondering, I was like, I was thinking it was like egg, you know, <laughs> but now I see the yoke is like the leash for the cattle. So how I learned about yoke was so untie uh, the cords of the yoke to set the oppressed free. Okay, mm -hmm, I get it now. Mm -hmm, How'd you yes. learn about yoke? What I learned what a yoke was, I was just job shadowing at a local Christian rock radio station, <laughs> as one does, oh, and as one, as uh, does. and I used to read the scripture on the air, and it was a Calvary Chapel little station, and. Um, they found out that we had a conversation about Benny Hinn and, you know, and, and at that time when I was very young, I believed in faith healing and I used, I used to love watching Benny Hinn on TV. Watching, we were like, I, literally, we were like American <laughs> Tale, like, like, somewhere, right. like two Christian mice, like watching Benny Hinn throw oh, his coat jacket yes. at people and making them fall off the stage. <laughs> Yes. Unbelievable. <laughs> and so because we had that conversation, the station manager said we were unequally yoked and I could no longer come hang out there or work there uh, oh. and read scripture on the air. So I learned quickly that when you're unequally yoked, honey. Oh, that's my mother's number one dating thing. advice. She's like, honey, you need someone that's evenly yoked. <laughs> I, she says that? She's, yeah, all oh, the time. That. As a matter of fact, when someone comes back to me and goes, I guess I just need someone evenly yoked. I'm like, you spoke to my mother, didn't you? I'm like, you talked to my mother. <laughs> she got to you. Yeah. She knows all about the evenly yoked. I love that. <laughs> well, let's get a little bit Azzy into the New Testament. 
There are actually a ton of justice-oriented passages in the Hebrew scriptures, but we are just giving a few here. Yes, there are actually a lot in scripture in general, but we're just giving you a little taste, a little rumor of it. Mm -hmm. This probably means we need to do another episode about scripture, about justice. I mean, we could go on and on about it because we have a lot of work to do with it as well. Indeed. Okay, Luke 3.11. Anyone who has two shirts should share one who has none, and anyone who has food should do the same. Wealth distribution? Is that communism that I hear in the Bible? (laughs) Oh my God. Can you believe, Mom? Cover your ears. The Bible speaks of communism. Ban that book. Well, if you have a lot of. Every religion should practice generosity, like, especially to those less fortunate. Like, just it's the basis of humanity. It literally is like one of the, like, just base, base level. Why should we not make sure everyone is cared for? We have I the resources. I remember reading David Mamet's book, Bambi vs. Godzilla, about the birth of Hollywood and how the Ashkenazi Jews used to operate and how they built a lot of like different, like they started a lot of the original agencies. And it's kind of like mm-hmm. the spirit of that community is how Hollywood works. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I thought was so great was like if they had a, like a kid in their neighborhood whose parents couldn't really afford to send them to college, all the families in their neighborhood would like chip in to make sure the kid could go to college. Like they would mm-hmm. always take care of each other and uplift each other. And um, it's that it's that kind of a community when you help someone, when you when you offer a hand. Like I think that um, you know most uh, most faiths agree on this. Well, yeah, and I mean, the Jewish faith is so dedicated to Scripture and studied, studying Scripture and lamenting over Scripture, you know, so I'm sure it's in their bones, you know, that this this teaching, um, and it should be in the bones of all of us, honestly. Um, but if you have a lot of food, clothing, and let's be real, real here, a lot of money, share with those who don't have any. Second Corinthians eight thirteen to fifteen. Our desire is not that others might be relieved while you are hard pressed, but there might be equality. At the present time, your plenty will supply what they need. So, in that turn, their plenty will supply what you need. The goal is equality, as it is written. The one who gathered much did not have too much, and the one who gathered little did not have too little. I love this. It reminds me of a prayer my dad used to say at the table every before every meal, you know, all my needs are met, I'm free from debt, and I have plenty more to put in store. <laughs> so I think that's a good prayer. Put that in your pocket. I like that. Um, it's not a, yeah, but it's not about crushing one group or one side, but it's about equality. So this has been the LGBTQ argument this whole time, equality in treatment, equality in inclusion, equality in basic human rights. This is something I wish anti-LGBTQ people understood. We aren't trying to destroy their lives. We aren't trying to take anything away from them. We just want freedom and equality. But I mean, if you've got something to give, honey, I don't only have one jacket and you have two jackets. (laughs) But we just honestly just want freedom and equality. It's about equality. Yes, yes. In 1 John 3.17, if anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? We talk about the love of God a lot on this podcast. We talk about where it is and where we usually assume that God's love is everywhere. But this seems to say that God's love is not. That it's not in the heart of someone who does have any form of compassion for their neighbor. Sometimes when things are absent, other things takes its place. 
but that's enough that, for I today. Think it, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to cover. <laughs> yeah. But I think we need to keep revisiting scripture and justice. And, you know, I'm so tired of scripture only being used against LGBTQ people. I think we all are, except for a small minority of people, right? But while ignoring the clear directive, you know, to do justice, love, mercy, and walk humbly. Honestly, that's the whole point of, of Christianity. Like, it makes no sense Honestly, to me I mean, when people are using religion to alienate somebody when it's about embracing everyone. Uh, that was a nice throwback, too, to the scripture of the day. But it's a great way to round up this episode. The three yeah. things. Do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly. You hear that? Humble yourselves, kids. Yeah. I'm learning how to do it. We all got to learn how to do it. Just do it. Just diffuse that ego. That part, that part. Well, yes, Jesuits, our Tithe Love Offering Charity Act of Good this week. It is time to start doing some big and small acts of mercy. Join an organization that is doing justice. Don't worry about whether it's a Christian organization or not. In fact, the groups that are the most effective at doing justice aren't Christian. Just 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 focus on how this work on climate change, on income inequality, on anti-racism work, whatever it is, focus on how it will help make someone's lives better and fuller. That's the point, period. Yes. And, you know, you may have followers, but if your followers are not actively engaging with each other, learning from each other, vibing regularly, then you don't have a community. So reach out to us on socials. We want to know who you are. We want to feel your presence. And we also want to spread, though, we want to feel those presence. Oh, yeah. We want to spread the love to queer Christian music and artists, too. So if you're a queer Christian musician and you want us to play one of your songs, send us an email to contact at yashjesuspod.com to a link where we can find an MP3 file of the song that you want us to consider. So as we get to the closing prayer, we have so many more drag queen prayers. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yash Jesus was at RuPaul's DragCon in London, and while we were there, we got some holy prayers from some divine drag queens. And today we're going to open our prayer segment up with a prayer offering from Juicy Couture. I pray for the queer community that they realize that we are a family and that we stick up for each other. And even if it can be a little iffy, like here and there, just know that we are a community and be aware of that. And there's always like a safe space or someone that could be your safe space to go to and vent to and know that you are never alone. Juicy Couture from Drag Race Holland. And that's amazing. We have drag queen prayers from drag queens from all around the world. And we thank Juicy Couture for contributing that. And we want to lift up that prayer, God. And we want to pray for justice in this world, for everyday advocates who are doing big and small acts of good. And we want to pray for comfort and joy to those who don't get to experience comfort and joy. And we give praise with Greg for having the best gay softball World Series ever. Ever! Yes. (laughs) We also give thanks along with Robin that Christian Church Disciples of Christ is officially asking all their congregations to oppose anti-transgender legislation. You hear that, Franklin Graham? Your hate has no home in the Church of Disciples of Christ. Let this trend continue. Let's we also beg you, we beg you, get rid of it, get it out of here. All Honestly, of that anti-transgender legislation. Deliver Franklin Graham too. Yes. <laughs> let's close out with this prayer. Jesus of Nazareth spoke Aramaic, the common language of Judea in the first century AD. So here is the Lord's Prayer translated from Aramaic directly into English rather than from Aramaic to Greek to Latin to English. O cosmic birther of all radiance and vibration, Soften the ground of our being and carve out a space within us where your presence can abide. 
Fill us with your creativity so that we may be empowered to bear the fruit of your mission. Let each of our actions bear fruit in ordinance with our desire. Endow us with the wisdom to produce and share what each being needs to grow and to flourish. Untie the tangled threads of destiny that bind us as we release others from the entanglement of past mistakes. Do not let us be seduced by that which would divert us from our true purpose, but illuminate our opportunities of the present moment. For you are the ground and the fruitful vision, the birth, power, and fulfillment, as all is gathered and made whole once again, and so it is. Amen. And so it is. Oh, I love that version. It's so good. Yes. Um, you guys, thank you so much for joining us today and listening to another episode of Yash Jesus. You can find us on social media at Yash Jesus Pod or on our website at YashJesusPod.com. Now, if you really like the show, please support us with a donation. This can be done on our Patreon, where you can become a monthly supporter, or you can make a one-time donation through our Buy Us a Coffee. Information to do both is in the show notes and on our website at YashJesusPod.com. Now, if you ain't got no money, honey, don't worry about it. Just leave us a review. That's free. Come on. What do you think is broken? Share us with a friend. <laughs> Come on, help spread the Yash Jesus to others who might need to hear it. That's right. If you join our Patreon, you'll get our queer faith news before anyone else. And you will also get a Sunday morning blessing every Sunday from a different uh, person, such as T.S. Madison, Flamey Grant, and so many more. You can also now leave an audio prayer request or praise report on our website at yesjesuspod.com. So keep those coming in. We would love to share your voice and your prayers on the show. So drop us a line or send us a recording on yesjesuspod.com. Yeah, send us your praise report. Send us your prayer requests, your episode ideas, guest ideas, or even just a let the justice roll down. Yes. We'd love to hear from you. Yash Jesus is hosted by me, Danny Franzese. And Azariah Southworth. Music, sound, editing, and all things audio are done by chris heckman our show is produced by the freaking deacon ross murray and lady lady boss meredith polly our sugar daddies are reverend jeff c francesca s nathaniel n and john h and then your name here yes thank you your name can be here we're streaming and screaming on apple Podcasts, spotify and wherever you get your podcasts and remember god loves you just as you are keep praising the lord y'all